will. Brother Marks, we're going to try this again. You were supposed to preach last week. How many love Brother Marks? I do. I appreciate this man of God's spirit. I always have from the day that I met him. I've grown to love him and his precious family. Sister Ari and little Brave. Love you guys. This church loves you. Amen. No pressure, but this has to be twice as good as it was going to be last week. You've had an extra week. It's been ruminating. It's been marinating. Is it the same message you were going to preach? All right. It's going to be good. Let's give Brother Marks a hand. Praise the Lord, everybody. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Brother Jordan, thank you. We're just going to get y'all to remain seated tonight. Do things a little different. Give it up for the music and the singing tonight. They took us back. They took us back to the 90s. I went down memory lane when they started singing that song, We Come to Praise Him. I remember singing it as a teenager in Oklahoma District campgrounds and the convention center. And just, it's funny how some of those songs will just take you back. Well, how many knows, well, let me say it like this. How many's thankful for what's been going on around here? There's been some joking and, uh, about last week, but I promise you, I don't need to preach. If God wanted to do that again, let's just do that again. He does a lot better than I can do it, amen, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Uh, you don't have to stand tonight, but we're going to go to the book of John, chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there tonight. John, chapter 2. I give honor to Pastor, Sister Mayo, our leadership. Love them dearly. Thankful that I have them in my life. I love my wife, little boy. Can't make it without them. I love this church. We we are a blessed people. Now, some of you, all you know is Cornerstone, and that's a good thing. But let me just tell you, we're blessed, okay? It's not created equally everywhere, and that's not a negative to other places, but we're, we're right in the middle of it, and uh, let's just get on board with what God has, Amen. John chapter 2, verse 1, and the third day was, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set, uh, excuse me, and there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water, 
and they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. Where the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that, the, uh, that was made wine, and knew not whence it was. But the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine, and when men hath well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus and Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. Now let's go to the book of Matthew. I'm going to, is this okay? A few lengthy passages. I had you seated so we can handle this here tonight. Matthew chapter 15, starting in verse 32, Matthew 15. And 32. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude, multitude because, they're, because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples saith unto him, When should we have so much bread in the wilderness? as it to fill so great a multitude. And Jesus saith unto them, How many loaves have you? And they said, Seven, and a few little fishes. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fishes, and gave thanks, and brake them, and gave to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. I want to repeat that portion right there. And gave to the disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took upon the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. And they that did eat were 4,000 men besides women and children. For a little while here tonight, this has been brewing for some time. But for a little while, our subject here tonight would be serving the multitude. Serving the multitude. This message here tonight was birthed out of conversation that Brother Sessions and I have. Uh, him and I, uh, I owe all my good preaching, if it's good, to him. You know what? We, I just want to say this before I get started. If in conversation, if somewhere in that conversation it doesn't get back to the word of God or the things of God, maybe we should begin to think about our conversations. The Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. Hey, Brother Sessions and Aunt, Brother Anderson and I were sitting in yokes eating lunch last week, and we began to talk about the word of God and the things of God. And I can't speak for those two, but I began to feel the Holy Ghost. It's, 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 it's good. It's good that our conversation be uh, eventually gets around to the Word of God and the things of God. It, it means that we are 
spiritually minded, if you, if you will. We, 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 uh, we are to put on the full armor of the God daily, and part of that is the helmet of salvation. If we, we put everything else on but the helmet of salvation, then our, our mind is, at ex, is exposed to the, to the enemy. And, and so we've we got to gird up the loins of our mind. We've got we've to protect our mind. The Bible says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. We're wondering why we feel like we're in a valley. This is not even part of my message, but I'm going to go ahead and say it is where we feel like we're in this valley when we can't get out of it. Well, maybe it's because we put on the carnal mind and we just need to start putting on the spiritual mind. I don't know about you, but the peace of God is irreplaceable. It's, you cannot put a value on the peace of God. And it only comes when you have a spiritual mind on. I said all that to say this. I, the, word, the word of God began to give revelation unto me and the spirit of God for this message here tonight. And I, I, I want to start out to, uh, saying that uh, we still live in a paradigm and a, 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 of, of the miraculous. And we, we, we still live in the word of God and it's still alive and well to where the miraculous is still happening. I need you to get with me real quick. I know the last couple times I've preached, it's been heavy and deep and we're digging, but I'm preaching faith here tonight. So let's get on board with, uh, with a preacher here tonight. We're, we're in that realm of the miraculous. We're, we're seeing it. Can it. We are. I mean, let's look at the last two services we've had. We, we're seeing the move of God. We're seeing the miraculous begin to happen. It's, it's evident in our church here today. There's been a shift in our church. There's been a shift in this body. We, we, we've, we've been through a, 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 a sifting and a, and a, a trial. And a, uh, God has said he's been purging his, his body. But now we're in a new realm and we're in a, a new dispensation of the miraculous. It's been prophesied. It's, it, it's been spoken over this church and I've just come to make us aware of we're in it. It's not coming. It's not coming next week. It's, it's not coming in a month, but it's, it's here now. It's the miraculous. There are people and groups of faith all over this world that believe that the miraculous things are a thing of the past. That it ended with the dispensation of Jesus. It, it, it was only for Jesus' time. Yeah, they believed that uh, uh, Jesus performed the miraculous just so that people would believe on him and his disciples would believe on him. Uh, and and I, I've come to de de debunk that theology. And, and I, I've come to tell the spirit world here tonight that the miraculous is alive and well. And I, I've come to encourage somebody here tonight that we are living in the miraculous. If we'll get a, if we'll get down on our knees and begin to connect in the spirit, and we begin to walk after the spirit and not after the flesh, we will operate in the miraculous. It's here. It's it's available. 
It's, it's, it's not up for discussion. It's not up for debate. We could, if we had the time here tonight, we would pass this mic and there would be testimony after testimony of people being healed and seeing the miraculous in their lives. And uh, we've seen it here on Sunday. Uh, we've seen those uh, receiving the Holy Ghost for the first time. Brother Nolan standing right here before he even received the Holy Ghost. The man of God walks up to him and, and speaks a word to him and his, his shoulder that was hurt from years ago. God healed that injury that even before he I'll preach all by myself here tonight. We're in the miraculous. It's time that we get on board with it. It's, it's time that we just the problem is that we, we've we bought into a lie. We've bought into the spirit that, well, it was only for just a certain generation. And it was only for the, or the, the pioneers of the apostolic church. And it was only for the, the ancestors and the, the, those that are behind us. I rebuke that spirit. I rebuke that lie in the name of Jesus. I will see the blinded eye open. I will see the lame get up and walk. I will... I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. God help my unbelief. Hallelujah. We can testify. I, 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 I submit to you tonight. The miraculous is still happening. It's in our midst. Some of you are still, some of you are still unsure about the last two services. Some of you are still unsure about what God is doing here because we, we, we've been, you have been in this comfort zone of a, I, I, I go to church and I, I sit through the messages and the teaching and I, and I, I go to our prayer room and I, I do those things. But you're just in a rut. You're in this, 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 this cycle in your life. And I, I've come to break you out of that by the help of the Holy Ghost here tonight. That the miraculous is still available. You question it because there's needs that are in this building. You question it because you can see the obvious that there, there's miracles that people have been praying for and they've not received it. You've let that, that you've let that get in your spirit to well, I guess God just he's he's not in the business no longer. I rebuke that spirit right now. I rebuke that mindset that we just gotta. The miraculous happens in the, it happens when uh, people begin to get desperate and they begin to, they just been to believe for the unthinkable. I've come to challenge our thinking about the, the miraculous. I, I, I want the Holy Ghost wants to help us with this here tonight. It's not a thing of the past. Mark 16 and 15, it says, And he said unto them, Go into ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be or shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's still available to you and I here tonight. It's still the, the problem is we, 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 we before we can believe the miraculous we got to believe uh, and get a revelation of who we are. We're, we're not we are the Bible says we are a peculiar people. We're, we're not just 
another church on the block. We're not just a group of pe- another group of people that uh, get together uh, and socialize and believe the same things. But we are the children of God. When we go down in a watery grave and we take on the name of Jesus, that name, the authority of the name of Jesus is applied on our life. So we, we, we got to get this understanding that, yeah, I, I, I'm Jared Marks, but I'm Jared Marks, the son of God. And everything that I put my hands to, everything that I do, as long as I'm a, uh, here, here, here's the deal. Here's the spe- uh, speculation uh, or whatever I'm trying to say. Excuse me, whatever. Uh, the, the, uh, it is that we are in line with the word of God. We're right with the man of God and the word of God. And if we're doing those two things right there, then we are, we, we, we are unstoppable. God wants you to have the promotion on the job. It's, it's available to you. Why? Because you are a child of God. But if we don't operate in integrity and honesty and all those characteristics, characteristics that uh, define the nature of God that we should be applying onto our life, then it's not available to us. But if we, we are in line with the word of God and the man of God, there is nothing that we put our hands to and, and that we do and where we go, we, the favor of God will follow us. It's the authority of the name of Jesus that is on your life. You are a son. You are a daughter of the living God. When I sign a check, now this goes back to, this is an example we use teaching Bible studies on baptism. But when you sign your name or you sign uh, a check and you just sign whatever name, if I write Brother Sergeant a check and I just sign whatever, there's no authority behind it. He can't go cash it or deposit it. But it's with my name. And I just believe, I, I just believe this. Every time that we sign a document, every time that we, 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 we sign a check, every time that we, 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 we put our name on paper for whatever it may be, I'm just telling you in the supernatural, you can put your name down and behind it, it says the son of God or the daughter of God. It's, it's just the truth. But we 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 gotta believe it. We we've gotta under have that revelation of that. We 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 may not see it. We may not understand it. But we're we 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 are a peculiar people. And so whatever we do, the help of God, the anointing of God. But we have to be operating under that anointing. We have to be operating as a child of God. And what we do, this scripture here tells us we can take up serpents and drink any deadly thing, and it shall not hurt us. Do we believe that? No, I don't recommend you go picking up snakes. That's not what I'm saying. Don't be foolish about this. But what I am saying is the Word of God tells us this is still applicable. We know this. It's applicable to us today. We're we're still the book of Acts, church. the, The book of Acts is still being written. It's you and I. It didn't stop. It hasn't stopped. Acts 3 and 6 says that Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See, we're, Satan has convinced us we don't have the bank account. We don't have the last name. You don't have all these, these things that should be, that you should have. 
But if you're full of the Holy Ghost, you have everything. You have everything. In the name of Jesus. I, I heard my brother preach this, and I, when he first said it, I didn't quite, I, man, I can't get on board with that, but he's right. And this is that if we're not careful, every one of us is guilty of using the name of the Lord in vain. If it's on our life and we're not operating in it, we're using it in vain. Now, I can't take credit for that. <laughs> but it's good preaching and it's right. We have everything. We have everything. We, we, with the Holy Ghost inside of us, when we're operating under the Holy Ghost, we, we, we feel the nudge and the, the leading of the Spirit, and we can begin to operate. We can begin to reach the multitude. I'm getting ahead of myself, but reach the multitude uh, with what we have. You don't have to have $500,000 in saving. You don't have to have this and that. You don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to be in this, this class of wealth. You just be a child of God. And you, you find yourself a place of prayer. And, and you, you get right with God. And when you find a need, thank you, Brother Leon, we can say, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. The problem, here, here's the problem. There's, there's a lot of problems. You're saying that. You've said that a lot here tonight, Brother Marks. The problem is we're not operating in it. We're not. Yes, that's bold. That's not my nature. That's not who I am. But we, in this last day, in this last day, we have got to get that. We've got to get that way. We've got to get that bold. God wants you and I to get involved in the miraculous. Oh, my goodness, I'm fixing to get ahead of myself. We got, we, I, I will get ahead of myself. Jesus gives us 37 examples of miracles. Most of them he performed by himself. 37 miracles. Most of them he performed by himself. We find you, you're wondering why I read those two passages today when we started. The first one was his first miracle ever. We find that his mother tells the servants. His disciples were present. Why, why did she say servants go get, fill those water pots or do what he says? Why didn't she say disciples? I submit to you the reason is because he started his ministry of the miraculous by showing the disciples this is what we're about. And that's servanthood. Servants go fill it. Boom, the miraculous happens. He turns water into wine. That kicks it all off. Then we go all the way down the list. No, this, this, this passage here, uh, the feeding of the 4,000 besides women and children, was not his last miracle. But I, I, it was towards the end of his ministry of the miraculous. And what we find here is that when it comes to the multitude, he says, here, disciples, you go, serve them. Jesus Robed, God roped himself in flesh as the man Jesus Christ to set the example for you and I to be a servant. He started out, I, I believe this, I, I, I'm crazy enough to believe this. He said, disciples, it was all set up. 
This is what it all, it's all about, servants. Go fill the water pots. Here it is. And then multi, time after time, he showed the servants, this is what we're all about. We're here to serve. We're here to take authority and dominion in, in the name of Jesus. We're going to serve. We're going to serve. We're going to serve. We're going to serve. And then when it came to the multitude, you know what I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost here tonight? We are in, we are, we are in a realm right now. We, are, we have made a shift in this church, and the shift requires you and I to get on board. The, it's been prophesied. It's been a, we're, the miraculous is it, it's it's activated if I could say it that way, and it's been prophesied that there's going to be the multitude that this sanctuary is not big enough. And some of you had a problem with the the man of God saying that, but I, I, I that's another subject. But it's been prophesied. But it's up to you and I. We've got to become servants to the multitude. We've got to put out our quote unquote busy schedules. We we've got to put put out all these distractions and put on a servant's garment and say I'll, I'll be whatever you want me to be God I'll do whatever you want me to do God I'll say whatever you want me to do I'll go wherever you want me to go God I, I just got to be a servant this end time revival what well, Brother Mark's God's God, and he can, do, he can do anything that he wants. You're right, exactly. But from the beginning, he did not want this to be all about him. He wanted, he wanted relationship, and, but he, he wanted uh, that relationship so it could be a team effort. And it could be, and the problem is, we, we, just, we just like, God can do it. I believe God can do it. But God's saying, no, I'm waiting on you to get involved. I'm ready. You know what? You haven't seen your miracle before? God's waiting on you to get involved and get, get a servant's garment on and start reaching people and start serving. I, I, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost here tonight, it's the will of God that we leave here and we lay down the garment of depression and we lay down the garment of uh, envy and we lay down the garment of bitterness and we lay down all those nonsense and all those just distractions in our, in our, in our spirit and we put on a servant's garment can somebody receive that here tonight? He's calling us to be a servant. He needs you and I. He needs you and I to get on and get involved. Servanthood. 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 Not, not so we can compare. This is not a competition between you and I. We found that in the, the disciples in Matthew 23. But he that is the greatest among you shall be a servant. They get in an argument about who's the greatest among them. But he ended, he ended the debate. The greatest among you, you're going to be a servant. This is, this is not... I, I, this is not a, a, a competition here. We're not, this is not, I, 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 I hesitate to get ahead of myself here tonight. But the, 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 the culture of the church and the kingdom of God and the culture of this world, they don't, they don't, you can't, they can't coexist. You can't bring the culture of the world in here. So there's no political uh, election around here. There's no, there's no uh, campaigning around here for position or titles or anything like that. It's just called put a servant's garment on and get to work. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no royal family to, to rule over the church here. There's no, there's no governmental set up here to where you got to go through these strings and you got to do this and you got to go there and you got to have this much college. No, it's just called put a servant's garment on and get be a busy about the kingdom of God and about our Father's business. If we'll learn to be a servant, God will open the door to anything that you want. What he has for you. But he's not going to open the door until we learn how to be a, a servant.
We are servants before we're anything. We're servants before a department leader. We're servants before a choir member, an usher, a security. This is not about being, a, being an authority and a, a power trip, but it's about being a servant. I challenge leaders here tonight, if you're a department head, we're, all, we're, we're to show those that are serving along with us, we got to show them servanthood. We got to truly show them what it's all about, to be a servant. Paul had a revelation of what it meant to be a servant. He said in 1 Corinthians 9 and 19, For though I be free from all men, yet I have made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became a Jew that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law and under the law that I might gain as under the law that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without the law, as without the law, being not without the law to God, but under the law of Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might be all means, or excuse me, that I might be all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. We got to get the same revelation. We, we, I'm putting on a servant's garment while I'm going to work. Well, I'm going, I'm going to Home Depot. Brother Sessions and I, that's where we hang out most of the time. You want to find us during the week, we're at Home Depot. Liberty Lake. Wherever we're doing, whatever we're doing, wherever we're going, our requirement is to put on a servant's garment to where I can reach somebody. This, 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 this revival that has been prophesied to this church starts right here with what I'm preaching about here tonight. And it's a servant, servant's garment. I want to be a servant. I, I want the heart of a servant. The heart of a servant is about the gospel. But it, it's not about who's who. and it, It's not about rubbing shoulders with this person or that person. But it's just about what, what can I do for you, God? What can I do for you, Jesus? I've got to be a servant. Now, let's clear some things up here tonight. If you're here tonight and you're serving in a department in this church, we're thankful for that. That's the will of God. But that we cannot hide behind that. It's it's. It's, it's, it's applicable. It's right. We should be involved in the church for the function of the church. But I, the kind of servant garment or servanthood that I'm talking about tonight goes beyond that, that department. But the problem is that we're involved. We're serving. But we're disconnected from the work of God. We're serving, and I'm not being a smart aleck here tonight, but I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to help somebody in the Holy Ghost here tonight. We're serving, but we're disconnected from the body of God. We're, we're serving so that the church can move fluently in, in, in operation, but we're, we're, we'll do our part, and then we disappear, and we're, we're not part of the body. We're, we're, we're serving and if we're not careful, we serve in departments that, 
that removes us from the preached word of God and it removes us from being exposed to the demonstration of the moving God. It's, 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 it's just convenient for us to be a part of this department. I'm serving, I, I, I'm, I'm okay, but in our, our carnal spirit, it's, it's really to avoid the move of God. It's to avoid the, 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 the conviction of the word of God. And, and so we, we've got to make sure I'm not being ugly here tonight. Don't don't misunderstand me here tonight. That's good. Be a part of something. If pastor approves of it, and and, and that that's good. Let's be a part of it. But let's go, let's take it a, fur, a little further. I don't have the scripture up here, but let's go to the Word of God, and we find Jesus in a house. He's with Mary and Martha. Mary finds herself at the feet of Jesus. Martha's ticked off. She gets a bad attitude. The Bible says, because Martha, the Bible says she was cumbered about. She was busy. She was serving. And she, she questions Jesus. What? Here I am. I'm doing all this work. I'm preparing all this. I'm doing this. And Mary's, Mary's just sitting there. But she said, or excuse me, Jesus sets her straight. He says, Martha, Mary is doing but that one needful thing. See, servanthood starts at the feet of Jesus. If we can find an altar, if we can find a place where we get on our, our hands and knees and posture ourselves in humility, Ser- servant is humble, a true servant. Is full of humility. A servant, a true servant of the things of God. It's it's not about them, but it's about the kingdom of God. A true soul winner, a true servant of the of the gospel, is he doesn't want to take credit for the person that is baptized or receive the Holy Ghost. They they're just they're just honored to be the bridge. They're this honored. They're, they're, they're humbled that God would allow them to even be a part of this. Let me tell you something. If, if Brother Gazande, if we would get a taste of winning one soul, just a taste of it, we would understand the whole, the, the whole paradigm, the whole the big picture of servanthood. And it's about seeing someone else come to an altar and Repenting of their sins and being delivered of drug addiction, being delivered of pornography, being delivered of all these, of the filth of the world, and going down in a watery grave and coming out of it and, and, and coming out a new creature and, and being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's, that's, that's the reward of a servant. Let's not, let's not have the spirit of Martha and be just, I'm busy. I'm I'm busy. We're we're doing our thing around here, but we're missing the whole point. We're missing the the whole point of servanthood. It is yeah, do do the things. The the church has got to function. The the church has got to move forward. But let's be servants. Let's be a servant. Let's. I want to. I want to see the multitude. That's being prophesied. I, 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 I feel the Holy Ghost challenging us here tonight. Yeah, let's let's put on the servant's garment so we can reach the multitude. There's don't worry about being qualified. 
most profound statement ever said to me is, Jared, God doesn't call qualified people. He qualifies the people that he calls. Stop, let's stop worrying about being qualified. Let's just get in the word of God and, and, and get, find ourselves at the feet of Jesus like Mary and finding that one needful thing and, and, and spending our time at the feet of Jesus and, 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 and getting right with God and then keeping our eyes open and being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Like Brother Gonzande was saying, that those small prayers through the day, God, lead me to someone, direct me to someone. God, I, I want to be spiritually aware. I want to make sure that I don't miss my opportunity to serve someone. That's what we need to do. God, I want to serve someone. I want to serve them. I, I want to show them the gospel. I want to be that bridge to the supernatural. I want to be that bridge to the, to the multitude. What, what would happen if one or every person in here would, would just win one person? Obviously, Brother Marks, that's, that's an obvious statement. This building's not being, that's just, how hard is that? I challenge us here tonight, just one person. There's connections my wife and I have, and honey, we need to go, we need to go back and contact those people. There's things that have happened in my wife and I's life in the last little bit. We had neighbors when we moved in. Uh, we all kind of moved in, well, actually the same day. It was neighbors that live right next to us. Joe and Stephanie, sweet people, middle-aged people, very kind, Christian people. We, we, we just, we, we, were, we were good with them. We, we talked, chat, everything was good. Never had him over for dinner. Long story short, her Stephanie's mother, or father, excuse me, was getting up in age, and so they thought, well, we'll move back over to the Puget Sound and live with him and take care of him. And, and so we were sad to see him go, and they left. And just a month ago or so, we, they'd been gone for uh, two or three months, and I pull around to park back by our garage. And the last time I seen Joe and Stephanie's vehicle, they or uh, it was up on a trailer on a Penske truck. And when I pulled around and I had the weirdest, it wasn't deja vu, but it was their truck and their car sitting right back there. I thought, what in the world? This is, I was tripping out, honestly. And we pull in there and I see Joe and Stephanie walking down the road. And we drive up there. What are you guys doing? Do you believe that they move back? Now, they're not right next door to us, but they're just one block of buildings down. I submit to you the reason why is God's wanting my wife and I to, to have them over for dinner and to serve them. Oh, we're going we're gonna to serve them some good food. My, my wife's good cooking. We're going we're gonna to serve them a good time of fellowship and, uh, and com camaraderie. But when it's all said and done, we're going we're gonna to serve them the gospel. Joe and Stephanie, I, I know you're Christian. I, I know you're a believer of God, but have you ever heard of the Holy Ghost? Have you ever heard about being baptized in Jesus' name? Have you ever heard about the miraculous? If we're not careful, we'll let Joe's and Stephanie's walk out of our, in and out of our lives, in and out. But if we're, 
That's because we're not in tune. We're not, we don't have the servant's garment on to realize God has given us an opportunity. Well, I'm telling you, I would be a fool. I, I stand before you here tonight. If I don't tell them about the gospel, that's on me. I'll stand in judgment day, and I'll give an account for Joe and Stephanie. God's given me another opportunity. How many people are here tonight? You've had that opportunity. It's the truth. We just get so busy with our life and we, we just get cumbered about and we're, we're serving and we're doing our part at the church. But the truth of the matter is we're so distracted from the filth of this world and the things of this world and our carnal. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I, well, I just want to help somebody here tonight understand that God wants you and I to get involved to reach the multitude. I'm thankful for the one or two that gets the Holy Ghost around here. I'm thankful for a couple baptisms on a Sunday. But I want to reach the multitude. It's time that we just put the distractions down. It's time that we eliminate them out of our life. I just told my wife just a few weeks ago, and this is, I hate to use myself as an example. This is not about me, but I just, I'm not doing that anymore. It's a distraction. I'm not doing it anymore. It's time that we, we, God is reaching for this church. It's happening. You know what the truth of the matter is? I felt this in the Holy Ghost this evening while I was getting ready. The miraculous is going to happen. The multitude is coming. Whether or not you get on board, that's, that's your decision. But I'm telling you, it's here. And it hit last Tuesday and it hit again Sunday, and let me tell you, it may not be a blowout every time. And a healthy church doesn't have a blowout every time. But it's the miraculous. It's the people, people getting filled with the Holy Ghost. That's miraculous. You sitting here tonight is the miraculous. Where would we be tonight? This, where we are... We, I, I'm not being ugly, but we become a selfish, spoiled, rotten people. We come here, we hear good music, we hear good singing, we hear incredible preaching, but we, we don't do anything with it. God said, no more. No more. It's time to put a servant's garment on. It's time to put a servant's car. It's still happening. It's still moving. His spirit's still moving. He's still calling. He's directing. Don't worry about all the other nonsense. God's got it all under control. He wants you and I to have it. Let God call them. Let God pull on them. Let pastor be a watchman. And let us serve as the people of God. I'm going to say that again. Let God pull them. Let him draw them to us. Let pastor be a watchman on the wall. But let us be servants. Let us be servants. What can I do for the kingdom of God? What can I do for the kingdom of God? I, 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 I just got to win a soul. I got, I've got to see the miraculous. I, 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 come on now. Does anybody believe this here tonight? I'm almost done here tonight. But he wants us. He gave us 37 examples of the miraculous in his ministry. Every one of them was given an example of servanthood. 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 He said, you're going you're to receive that. The Bible says in Acts 
the book of Acts, that you shall receive power. If you've been born again of water and spirit, if, you, if you've spoken out of the tongues, if you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have the power to operate in the miraculous. Acts chapter 5 and verse 15. It's so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on the beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about Jerusalem bringing the sick folks and, and they and them which were vexed and unclean spirits and they were all, they were, excuse me, they were healed, every one. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. This is available to us. We're, we're, I said it already once here tonight. We're the book of Acts. We're, the book of Acts, I know you heard it preached. It's, there's not a closing chapter in the book of Acts. It's because we're still the book of Acts church. We're still writing the book of Acts here tonight. It's available. James 5 and 14, is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And pray, the, uh, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and they have committed sins, they shall be forgiven of him. This is, what, this is the operation. This is how the new norm, this is how we should operate. Servanthood. Servanthood. This, I, 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 silver and gold have I none. Don't worry about it. Just get in the Holy Ghost. Obey the Holy Ghost. Be all things to all men for the glory of God. For the glory of God. We've got to have a servant's heart. We've got to have a servant's garment. Let us not long, any longer be spectators. But let us put a servant's garment on and be participators. We are in. We are in. Not, it's not coming. It's here. We are in a multitude revival. I know that it really doesn't make sense. It's probably not proper English. But that's what we are in. We've went through season. We've come out of that season. Now it's time for us to put on a servant's garment. To serve the multitude. Why don't we stand here? I'm not come with any agenda here tonight. I just feel I obey the Holy Ghost. It's up to you and I. I want, us to, I want us to be servants. We're not in competition. Scripture came back, came to me just now. Yeah, the Bible tells us to serve one another. You know how he tells us to serve one another? In love. We need a revival of love among one another. Teaming up with one another. Let's... Hey, brother, let's be a servant. Hey, let's, 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 reach, let's reach our community. Let's reach this area. The multitude. The multitude. The multitude.
Why don't we raise our hands right now? Oh, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I open the front of this altar. Let's come. Let's not come with our heads low. Let's not bury our faces tonight, but let's come and let's stand with our hands lifted. Hallelujah. I'm going to be a servant. I'm going to be a servant. Come on. Let's pray. Let's pray that God would just empower us. You, we have it. We have it. You have what it takes. You have it in you, but we got to operate in it. we got to operate in it. Such as I have, give I unto thee. Such as I have, give I unto thee. Such as I have, give I unto thee. Come on. The revival that's prophesied, it's, it's here. It's up to you and I. Oh, I want to reach them. Oh, I want to reach them. I want to serve them. Oh, I want to serve them. Come on, help me pray tonight. Can we pray in the Holy Ghost for a little while here? Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm not, I'm not going to put on that, that robe that Martha had on. I'm not, I'm not going to put that garment that Martha had on. I'm not going to have that spirit. Of, oh, but I want the spirit of Mary. I want to find myself at the feet of Jesus. I want to get full of the Holy Ghost. I want to get anointed. And then I want to operate in it. I want to serve in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, help me pray. Hallelujah. 